Welcome to The Frontline, a podcast for Christian men who are fighting for their marriages, fighting for their children, and pursuing the plans and purposes of God in the everyday, mundane, in and outs of life. Day by day, the battle's raging, lies of the evil one messing with our minds, opposition on every side. But this day we fight, this day we believe, this day we overcome. Despite the war around us, we line up, our shoulders broad, our confidence in God. Today, we stand on the front line. This is the front line. Hey gentlemen, Matt Noel here. Thanks for joining me today on the front line. Man, oh man, it is an absolutely beautiful day here in Ontario, Canada. Man, it's been great just soaking up that sun. What a day, man. I'm grateful for today. It's been an awesome Sunday. Hope you've had a great uh, weekend and I hope you're doing well, gentlemen. Uh, Continue to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you, the listener. I always love to hear just different uh, testimonies and and thoughts on the podcast from you guys. Uh, Man, email me, standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Thanks so much for those who have uh, reached out. It's always awesome hearing from you. Uh, Well, last week, uh, it was an interesting week. Uh, My daughter, Jalen, actually, she was on the podcast last Sunday. And I hope if you listened, you tuned into that and you enjoyed our conversation together. I love my sweet daughter. Uh, But um, about probably about nine months ago, we got her a pet hamster. She wanted to get a hamster. uh, And I made a really sweet bin cage for her. And uh, she got all these toys and a really nice wheel. And uh, we got this cool hamster for her about nine months ago and we named him Chad. He was definitely a cool pet. And what happened was about two weeks ago, my wife noticed that one of his eyes was like starting to like bulge and like discolor and kind of crust over. And that can't be normal. That can't be a good thing, right? Is this normal for hamsters? I don't think so. So we kept an eye on it, no pun intended. (laughs) And my wife and daughter worked at cleaning it. And my wife even got down to like removing pus from it. She would kind of squeeze it. I could never do this. <laughs> but she got, yeah, she, she wanted this thing to clear up for Chad, the hamster. And uh, turns out he, it just kept getting worse. And so my thoughts on dealing with Chad, the hamster, Chad, the $15 hamster, were slightly different than my wife's thoughts and my daughter's thoughts. And uh, I'm sure, gentlemen, uh, some of you might might be out there saying, I know how to take care of that hamster. You know, just give, give him to me and <clears throat> give me a couple minutes and I'll, I'll, that hamster will be at peace. <laughs> and, uh, but my, my daughter was very upset about him being sick. And so was my wife. They, they love Chad and he was a cool little hamster. So we ended up taking him to the vet last Monday night. And uh, they gave him some medicine and we tried giving him that medicine the next couple nights, hoping that it would do a miracle and clear up this eye problem. But this eye problem got the best of him. And Thursday night at 5.30, kind of right when I got home from work, uh, he was pronounced dead in the Noel family. Chad the hamster, his life came to an end Thursday evening around 5.30. 
my daughter was very upset my wife was upset as well and so was i i didn't want to see my daughter you know upset at losing her pet she loved him and uh so we tried just to ignore it for the evening and uh, we did what we could i mean we took a hamster to a vet not a lot of people would do that and so anyways we went about our evening tried to get our minds off of chad and about nine o'clock that night we look in his cage you know while we're going to start to wind down our night and we see him moving and we were all shocked that what why is he moving he was dead he was stiff as a board cold as ice and now he's moving and my daughter was really freaking out here and my wife's like what is going on and so there was a bit of chaos in that next half an hour of what is happening here and i finally encouraged everybody let's put chad away leave him alone in the morning he won't be alive anymore he'll he'll be done and the next morning came and i looked at him i was the first one up to get ready for work and he was on his back stiffer than he was the night before and he was dead well a few hours later my wife called me at work saying she just checked chad and he was moving again <laughs> this hamster is relentless he does not want to die and so finally we just decided my wife was really upset she didn't like seeing him like this she didn't like seeing my daughter upset you know here we are thinking it's dead twice and it's still alive and so they took chad back to the vet and they gave him the needle and put him to sleep and finally thursday night when i got home from work he was zipped up in a bag from the vet he was surely dead this time and we went in our backyard dug a little hole and buried our hamster chad so that was our crazy week of dealing with chad but my daughter is doing fine she was a little bit upset for a couple days but um you know chad was a good hamster she's got some cool pictures of him and some videos of him and uh yeah but that was pretty wild to see how he just kept hanging on there and before um it was actually after we buried him my daughter with all seriousness she looked at me and said dad was he for sure dead because twice we thought he was and i said trust me we paid 70 dollars for him to be dead for sure <laughs> he better be dead so anyways that was chad the hamster but uh yeah i'm sure down the road we'll see another hamster and we'll do it all over again. Okay, we need to get moving along here. So this morning I was up bright and early, actually not very bright, it was about 4 or 15 in the morning. Uh, it's Sunday obviously, and uh, we have our online church services and it was my week this week to preach. And so I didn't have, with my full-time work schedule, I didn't have much time this week to prepare. So I got up at 4 15 this morning to record my video message for our, our online worship service for church. And uh, I only got about maybe four to five hours of sleep last night. And uh, that's not really ideal, uh, the amount of sleep. I get that more, more often than I should, that amount. I'm working on that, trying to squeeze in some more sleep for this guy here. But uh, this, the, uh, later this morning, my wife said to me, we're just home. And she said, uh, Matt, you should go have a nap. And listen to my response. I, I said, I'm not going to take a nap. It takes too much time. And she kind of looked at me like, that's kind of the point. You need to go take some time for a nap, <laughs> right? And my excuse was no. In other words, there's too much to do, too much things I want to do, or you know, I want to enjoy the day. I don't want to waste my time napping. When really, 
I could really use a nap, but I said it takes too much time. And so that was quite a strange response. And my wife's look on her face told me that, and I understood that. But that's actually what I want to talk about on today's episode, gentlemen. It's time. That is what we are talking about, time. Time is precious. Amen. Time is precious. Listen to what Colossians chapter 4, verse 5 says. It says, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. We we are given time. And God tells us in the scriptures, he wants us to use, make the best use of our time. And I'm sure we can all agree that sometimes we don't make the best use of our time. And I'm sure everybody would agree with that. But listen, we can only do two things with our time. That's true. We can either, one, use our time wisely, or, number two, we can waste our time foolishly. Those are our two options with the time that you and I have been given. So here are some examples that I wrote down. These are my own thoughts and ideas of examples of ways that we can waste our time, specifically as men. Number one, we can waste our time, listen, by regretting our past. I'm sure you have things in your past that you regret. I know I do. And how often those memories can creep back into our thoughts and cause us to start wasting time regretting and rehashing those past regrets. We don't want to do that. We need to leave the past behind us. So don't waste time regretting your past. Number two, we can waste time by worrying about our future, right? It's one thing to regret the past, but then, okay, we're like, but what about our future? What if this doesn't happen? What if I'm not prepared for this? What if I don't have enough money for this? Or what if this happens or I lose my job or we get sick or one of the kids acts crazy and moves out when they're young and not ready? I don't know. All of these crazy thoughts that can cause worry about the future. When we know we have no control initially of our future, but our future is going to happen. But God is in control of our future. Yes, we have a part to play, obviously, by walking in wisdom, and that's part of it. But we're not to waste our time worrying and being afraid of the future. We trust God with our future. We don't want to waste time. Number three, taking for granted of what today offers. Man, today is the day that the Lord has made. That's right in the Bible. And he wants us to rejoice in the day today, gentlemen. So often we can waste time by just taking things for granted in what we have right now. Like right now, right now, I'm sitting down. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm in a nice room with nice carpet and I'm at a desk and I have a water bottle and I'm recording this on a computer and those are just things that I can see. I have a cell phone. I have a laptop. I got a guitar here. I got a piano behind me. These are just things that I can waste my time by taking these things for granted, right? Look look around you right now and see all that God has done for you. We can take for granted the health he's given us, uh, the energy we have to to live and enjoy this beautiful day that at least we have. We can we can waste time taking for granted our freedom or our relationship with our wives or our kids or our friendships. You know, the beautiful weather outside. 
man, in my case, pa patio furniture on my deck. I, I don't want to take that for granted. I want to enjoy it. And so often we can waste our time by not appreciating what we have. Slow down and enjoy what you have. Don't waste time wanting other things or, or not enjoying what you have. Number four, we can waste our time on video games like Fortnite or MLB or Madden or whatever it is. Now, I'm not huge into video games. I like to play MLB the show with my son and the odd time I'll play Minecraft with my daughter, but that's about it. But how many men out there are so wrapped up in video games? They're wasting their time, you know, on Fortnite or whatever. I don't even know all the video games, but and it's not wrong to play video games. But man, if you are spending hours and hours on video games, you're wasting your time on video games. Don't do that. Number five, social media. How often we are all guilty, even I'm guilty at times of just scrolling through Facebook, mindlessly scrolling through, just wasting you know minutes and possibly hours of just scrolling through social media. Don't do that. Let's, let's get better at not wasting time just on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media that you're into. It can be such a a time drainer. It just sucks the time out of you. Next thing you know, you've lost two, three hours out of your day. Number six, this aligns with social media, our phones. Man, how many men, how many men are addicted to their smartphones? How many men just feel the need? They always need to be on their phones, always scrolling, always texting, always doing, looking at this or, or playing games or whatever it is. My family and I, we just today, we made a new rule just today. And we said from now on during the week, Monday to Friday, after supper at 6 p.m., all of our devices are put away. They're all upstairs. You can charge them. They're, they're away so that we can have focused time on each other. We're not sitting around with our faces on our phones, wasting our time together at night. We are going to focus on each other. We'll go for a walk. We'll play basketball. We'll play badminton. We'll sit on the deck. We'll have a fire. We'll roast marshmallows. We'll hang. We'll talk. We'll listen to music. We'll read books. Whatever it is, there's so many things to do. But our world is just succumbed. It's just given to this addiction of our phones. And we waste so much time on them. Number seven, we can waste time, gentlemen, watching trash, trashy TV shows, movies, trash online. It's just a waste of time. There's no edification. There's nothing good on some of the stuff that we just put our eyes upon. We just waste hours and hours of mindless television or videos on YouTube, whatever it might be. It's trash. Now listen, it's fine. Sit down, watch some television, watch a movie. Me and my family do that. Me and my wife do that. Every Sunday night, we have date night. We like to throw a movie on. Our kids are upstairs in the rooms and we have some alone time. We like to enjoy some time watching a movie together. Nothing wrong with that, obviously. But first and foremost, make sure it's not filth. It's not garbage. It's not trash, men. How many men are watching crap, you know, wrapped up in all these perverted, disgusting, violent, you know, shows. Don't be wasting time on that trash, gentlemen. Get out of that. It's a mess in more ways than just wasting time. Number eight, we can waste time. Listen to, listen to this one. This is important. We can waste our time by comparing ourselves with other men. 
Man, if I only looked like that, if my hair was as cool as that guy's, if I only had those that guy's clothes, man, if I only had muscles like him, if I only, you know, had the job that he had, and we just compare ourselves with other men. We we find ourselves becoming envious of them. Their stuff, their house, their car, their money, their job, possibly their wife and their kids, their family, and all that stuff. Don't waste your time looking at somebody else's life. Look at what God has given you and enjoy the blessing that God has given to you. And don't let time slip away without telling your wife, man, I love you, babe. I thank God for the time we have together. Tell your kids that you love them. Show them by spending time with them. Don't be looking and comparing yourself with other men and their lives and their families. That's no good. Next thing, number nine. wish We can waste time by wishing things were different in our lives or complaining. Now listen, there might be things in your life that you wish were different. There are things in my life that I wish were different or I wish could change. And I'm even believing that one day things will change, you know, in some areas in my life. I'm I'm expecting that. But don't waste time just just kind of wallowing in the mud. Oh, I wish things were different. Oh, I can't enjoy my life right now because I just wish things were different. Maybe I would enjoy my my days. I would enjoy the time I have if I only had that or if I was only doing this. Maybe it's your job. Maybe you wish if I only had this job or if I only did that. You know, if I only did what they, look at them. They they enjoy their days at work and, and whatever it might be. If I only had their bank account, stop wasting your time complaining about your life and think and wishing things could be different stop that it's just a waste of your time it's a waste of your energy and just enjoy and appreciate what you have been given and lastly number 10 we can waste our time listen by sleeping too much now listen There's nothing wrong with good sleep. You need good sleep. I think they say grown men need anywhere from seven to eight hours a night. I fail on that every night. Maybe on a Friday night I might get that. Maybe the odd Saturday night I might get seven hours. Right? Get proper sleep, yes. But don't be sleeping 12, 13, 14 hours. Don't be going to bed at night at 10 on a Friday night or 11 o'clock on a Friday night and sleeping until noon hour. It's a waste of your time. Sure, maybe if you're sick or not feeling well or whatever it might be, but get up, embrace the morning, get, you know, get outside on your, on your porch or go for a walk in the early morning, you know, get up and make a coffee and spend time with God or read a good book. Just get your mind going and your body going. Maybe get on a treadmill or get some exercise going early in the morning. Embrace the morning. Don't get caught up in sleeping too much where now you're trapped in this laziness this lazy lifestyle don't let that come that is such a waste of your time because listen gentlemen the truth is time is a gift from God it is every morning you wake up and God has given you breath in your lungs and a new day to wake up to to start whether you're going to work or enjoying a weekend you get up in that morning and you say God this day The time that I have today is truly a gift from you. It's a gift from you, God. That's the truth, gentlemen. Time is a gift. And listen, listen to me. Everybody has the same amount of time. How often we can say, man, if I only had more time. 
And I really believe it's not about having more time because everybody has the exact same amount of time. But what it comes down to is what are you using your time for? Are priorities out of whack? You need to adjust your schedule so that you're not feeling like you don't have enough time, but that you need to say no to some things or cut some things out of your schedule. Change things so that you're not stressing out over not having enough time, but allow the time that you've been given to be used with priorities. That's so important. You want to use time wisely because we all have the same amount every day 24 hours a day that's what you have and that's what i have amen so the question is gentlemen and we got to be honest with it how are we using our time how are we so listen i'll get a bit personal for me every morning that i wake up it's my time with god every morning now i try to get up between 5 and 5 30 so i have about half an hour to an hour of time with God. And if I'm honest with you, there are times where I waste that time, whether it's because I'm too tired and I just doze off or I get lazy and instead of reading my Bible or spending time just in prayer talking with God, um, I might, you know, watch Sportsnet, catch up on Sportsnet on my phone or, you know, even find myself on Facebook or whatever it might be, you know, reading the news, just wasting time. And next thing you know, I got to go to work. And that time that I had allotted to spend with God is now been wasted. But generally speaking, my time in the morning is, it's supposed to be my time with God because I know I need it. And when I waste that time, I feel, I feel remorse for it. I feel bad and I find myself saying, God, forgive me for not using that time wisely just to read and grow in your word, you know, and to and to spend time talking with you. That is so important that we need to do that, gentlemen. We don't want to waste our time that we have, especially time set up, set apart to be with God. Also, for me, every day when I go to work, I don't want to waste time while I'm at work. I want to make sure I'm working hard, that I'm I'm being productive on the job, that I'm serving my bosses, that I'm serving my coworkers, and that I'm serving our customers well with the time that I'm at work. You know, I'm there for 10 hours a day. I wanna make sure I'm not wasting my time, but I'm using my time at work wisely so that I, I actually earn my pay, my pay that they're given to me. And then when I come home from work every evening, I try my best to embrace the time that I have. It's so important. My evenings, I, uh, they're precious. Uh, that's precious hours for me. So about from 5.30 to 10, it, I always try to embrace that time and to use that time wisely. I, that's time I don't want to waste because I'm home with my wife. I'm home with my kids, so I want to make sure I'm present, that I'm there, I'm talking with them, I'm asking them about their day, I'm listening to them, To them, I, I'm, I'm focused, they have my attention. That's one reason why we're going to start putting our phones away at night, so that we can actually do that, we can actually pay proper attention to each other. It's a time that I want to make sure I'm resting because I've been on my feet all day. I want to have fun and laughter and enjoy my evening when I'm home. That's for me. That's my goal for how I spend my time. And then when it comes to on weekends, I find that I'm always watching the clock on weekends because I don't, I want, it's funny, something my daughter and I pray and she prays it a lot. You know, when we pray together, maybe on a Saturday morning, 
Uh, she says, Lord, thank you that it's Saturday. And I just pray that this day would go so long. It would go so slow. And I say, amen, because we want to enjoy our weekends together. And so I'm always, for me, I'm always watching the clock tick down. And I'm always saying, man, I only got, you know, the three more hours in my Saturday. And then I have one more day on Sunday to enjoy. And then Sunday afternoon comes. I'm like, man, in six hours, I'm going to be in bed. And then it's off to work again. And that time, that precious time on the weekends with my family is over. And sometimes, you know, if I'm honest, I can watch the clock too much. And I'm trying to, you know, you know, guys, we got to do this and I got to do this. I, we got to use all of our time properly. And, and it can be actually more stressful than, than not. But I just, I love that time I have on weekends with my, my wife and kids. And I don't want it to end. But obviously, I know that it has to. It's just on my days off with my family, I want to enjoy that time. Listen, while I have the opportunity, because I know I'm not always going to have the opportunity like I do now to have this this much time with my family. And so it's precious. It's precious. Time is precious. Listen to James chapter 4 verse, verse 14. It says, your life is like a morning fog. It's here a little while and then it's gone. You know those mornings you get up and there's fog out there and you know, sure enough, as you drive to work, you know, in a matter of minutes or even possibly sometimes hours, that soon enough, that fog is gone. It's gone. That's what our life is like. Our life is there and then it's gone. It's there like the fog and then it's cleared up and it's gone. That is our life. And so if our life is like a fog or a vapor, man, it is precious. And I want to use my time wisely and enjoy the time that God has given to me. Because the truth is, gentlemen, listen to this. This is so important. Every minute that you have, every minute that you have right now, you can never get it back. It's gone. Once that minute is gone, it's gone. You can never get it back. And so if you use your days, your minutes and your hours to, to you know, talk harshly to people or, or to waste on silly stuff, you'll never get that time back. And the Bible talks about us redeeming the time, right? I, I have a lot of wasted time in my life. There's, there's probably hours upon hours upon hours in my life that I wasted and, and I used foolishly. I'm convinced of that. And if I could just get that time back, man, the things I would do differently. But the truth is, is that that time is gone. It is wasted and I can never get it back. But the next minute and the next half an hour and the next, you know, four hours and this week, Lord willing, I have that time. And so I want to use it wisely to serve God, to love my wife, to love and enjoy my kids, to serve people, to work hard. Man, I want to enjoy the time that God's given to me. Time while I, I have health in my body. I feel young still. I feel healthy still. I want to enjoy that time because I'm not always going to have it. And once it's gone, it is gone. And that's a humbling thought. But it's a true thought. It's true, gentlemen. And so you remember that as we go about this next week, as you go about your evening tonight, as you go about your days, remember that this next minute, this next hour of your life, use it wisely. Think before you speak. Think before you act. Because once it's gone, it's gone forever. You know, it's like that old saying that I'm sure you've heard. Time is ticking away. 
It's so true. Time is truly ticking away. And sometimes, man, it just seems to be ticking really, really fast, especially as a dad. Man, my kids are growing up and time is truly ticking away. And man, this reminds me of this song. I don't know if you are a DC Talk fan, but you know, growing up, we had DC Talk, you know, Free at Last and Jesus Freak. Man, DC Talk was, they started with rap, they kind of converted over to rock and rap, but they, they had this song called Time Is. And I want you to hear this song. I'm going to play this song for you. Maybe not all of it. It's only four minutes. But this song is awesome. Listen to the words of this song. Time is by DC Talk. It's it's too short of time. I have period. lots of time. They say time waits for no all man. the time. It'll just take a little time. Time is ticking away. There's the rock and the rap. I love it. DC Top. ticking away that's right gentlemen <laughs> maybe some of you recognize that but man it's true isn't it listen to a couple of lines there in that song it says right now is the time that we gotta get with it the gift that he's given ain't just an exhibit speaking of time but it's a tool that he's given us to use for his sake and just as he's given it he can surely take that's so true and here's another line from that song it says all the money in the world can never stop the hands of time and a wasted day in your life is more than a crime. And then it blasts into that chorus, time is ticking away. But man, it's a good reminder for us that it's, it's true. Every minute that ticks away, you can never get back. And so we must use it wisely. 
What are you spending your time on? Here's an example for you. Just yesterday, my son, I noticed Austin, he was really consumed with his devices, wanting to be on a computer, wanting to be on PS4, wanting to be on his phone. And we all can be that way. It's not just him. It's not just teenagers. We can all be that way. And if we're honest, we can know that being on our phone and being on a screen, especially in 2021 right now, can be a total waste of time. And so we told our son yesterday, I told him, you're going to take a break today on Sunday from all your screen time. And he agreed. And it's been an incredible day because of it. So he's he's had no phone today, no PS4, no laptop for making his beats that he loves to make. Instead, we all want to, we went on walks together. We went for a walk in the woods. Uh, my son did a workout today. I was doing some painting in our basement. My son did a workout today on his own. Instead of being on his screen, I got him to paint a couple of side tables for us. Did a great job. I got him barbecuing some burgers with me outside. And we were sitting on our deck together with no devices, eating drumsticks. And I tell you, the difference that my wife and I saw in him, and even the difference, I'm not exaggerating, the difference that he saw in himself, the way that he was feeling. He wasn't irritable. He wasn't tired. But, and he was feeling happy. His attitude was pleasant. He felt relaxed and rest, rested. And he felt confident by doing stuff. He told me that, he's like, Dad, I feel so motiva- motivated by doing stuff instead of just being on a device. And I'm telling you, devices can soak up your time very, very quickly. So take that as an encouragement. Get away from your devices as much as you can, especially as a family, especially on a weekend as a family, and enjoy being together. And it makes a huge difference. I I know what it's like when I have too much time on a screen or on my phone or whatever it might be. I get irritated I because my, my brain feels fried, my eyes get tired, and I can be very short with people because of all that screen time. Get away from that. Take a break. You know, get some exercise. Do some painting. Go for a walk. Whatever it might be. Do something productive. And it motivates you. It encourages you. And that's exactly how my son was feeling today because of that simple change of just putting those things away, refusing to waste time on those things, and doing something else. It's so, so important. Psalm 90 verse 12. Listen to this. The Bible says, teach us to realize the brevity or the shortness of life so that we might grow in wisdom. Life is short. Every day is precious, gentlemen. And today, honestly, for me, today it's felt like two days in one. Do you know those days? I'm sure you've all had a few of those days in your life. I feel like I've had two days today. It's because I was up so early this morning, and I don't recommend 4.15 in the morning necessarily. That's pretty, I think that's up before Jesus is awake. (laughs) But I was up so early today, and I got my message recorded, and we watched my, uh, my message online as a family, and we went for a walk, and we did we did so many things today that I was expecting the, the, the clock to say about five or six earlier, and it was like one o'clock. You know those times where you feel it feels later, but it's so early still, and you just feel like you have so much more time. I love days like that. So it's gentlemen, listen, get up early, like I said earlier, 
again, not 4.15, that's crazy. <laughs> but get up early, you know, on your weekends, during the during the days, you know, the, the weekdays. Start your day as early as you can, that makes sense. Because it just feels good to have that time. You get more done. You're more uh, productive in your day. And time honestly seems to slow down. It's awesome. It's an awesome feeling to not have, especially, especially on a weekend, to not have it just race by. But to actually feel like time off. We all need that. Because to remind you, the time you've been given is a gift from God. And you don't know how much time you have. I don't know how much time I have. Only God knows how much time we have. And so it's important that we use it wisely. The book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 to 16 says this. Paul says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. God tells us in his word to make the most of every opportunity. And for me, I I see my kids getting older so quickly. They're both teenagers. Man, in a year, my son's going to be done high school. It's gone so fast. And I don't want to miss any of these moments. I don't. Because there's going to be a day where they're no longer at home. I don't know how soon that's going to be. Only God knows. But there's going to be a day sooner than later when they decide to move out or, you know, they're working in a different city or whatever whatever life brings to them. They're not always going to be living at home. But right now, my kids are home. And so it's important to me as their dad that I enjoy the time that I have with them right now. And that's why for me today was such an awesome day because we had such quality time together. Focused, simple, productive, fun time together. Not wasted, lazy time. It was awesome. That's why it's so important to me. I see my wife, we've been married for 18 and a half years and I see how fast that's flown by and I recognize that we're, we're almost at 40 and I see, man, like we're like half, we're like, I guess we'd be considered, you know, middle, middle age people, I guess, 39, 40 years old. That's middle age, I suppose, maybe. And I just see that I don't, I want to enjoy every day I have with her. I don't want to take one day for granted and yet I do. Because I'm foolish at times and selfish at times, but I don't want to. I want to get past my selfishness, my pride that would make me not enjoy every moment I have with my wife. Because I don't know how much time I will have with her. And that's a humbling thought to think. It is. That's not an easy thought to think. But that thought, if we if we face it, that can cause us to enjoy and embrace the time that God has given us right now. Just just last week, a friend of mine told me of one of his friends uh, in, a, in his mid-40s was suddenly out of nowhere. He was out for a bike ride and he was hit by a car on his bike and was killed instantly. He, he has a wife and a few kids. And just like that, out of nowhere, he didn't know what would happen. He would just went for a bike ride. And when my friend told me this, it just it broke my heart. And he was emotional too, telling me. It, it's a humbling thought to think that time can be taken permanently from us here on this earth. And then we enter into eternity. And so I want every day of my life, whether it's a hard Monday morning, 
or whether it's a Saturday morning and I'm feeling good at home for the weekend, I want every day, every hour, every minute, I want to use it wisely. And as it says in Ephesians chapter 5, as we just read, it says, make the best use of the time we're given. Make the most of every opportunity given. Because gentlemen, you don't know how much time you have. I don't know how much time I have. But God knows the time and he's given us time to enjoy and he wants us to use it wisely. Amen. So gentlemen, be encouraged with this podcast today. Go to your wife. Embrace your wife. Tell her that you love her. Let her know that you want to enjoy every day together because every day is precious together. Go to your kids. Hug them. Spend time with them. You know, Cancel some of your schedule so that you can have more time. Do what you can to enjoy time. Don't let life just consume you of your time. Spend it wisely. And you will reap the benefits. You will be filled with new joy and new peace and such such happiness as you enjoy the time that God's given to you. Guys, stay strong. Keep fighting on the front lines for the glory of God. Take your life one day at a time and enjoy every second of it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me on the front line. Contact me at standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, keep standing, keep fighting for the glory of God.